This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, leading the league in podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up? Real MVPs, Ricky Widmer here, and welcome back. We're back. My name's Ricky. I'm joined with my co-host, JD. JD, how you doing? Doing fantastic, my guy. I say we're back because we took a little bit of a hiatus that didn't mean to be a hiatus. It was basically a month off. We got a winter break off. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, reason being, I I have said this on Heel Talk, so if you're a Heel Talk watcher and a Draft Room watcher, I'm sorry you got to hear the same story again. But uh, basically, all of my stuff, so behind me or behind the camera, I have my camera, my lights, pretty much all my production setup going. And I moved all that because when JD and... Uh, Soapy and our other friends came in for Survivor Series. I moved it because we were going to Dave. Soapy and I were recording Heel Talk Live. Well, while that was that space was open, since I still live at home, my dad's like, oh, I can just put random crap there and just filled in the space. So it was me trying to figure out, A, where am I going to move this stuff and then actually moving it. Uh, because that was just a hassle and a half. So everything is fine. We're back at well, I'm back in operational. Everyone else is waiting on me pretty much. They're like, Ricky, where are JD's like, dude, I, I'm getting the itch. I'm getting he's looking at his watch. He's like, I'm getting the yep. itch. Come on. Um, but we are back the draft room where we talk about all the latest NFL. JD and I talk NFL uh draft news starting next week. We're basically in full mode, JD. Because starting Sorry. next week, Dave and I start, and it's pretty much a draft room every week until the NFL draft, and then Dave and I take you to the NBA draft. But today we're talking about da and what they should do, because JD and I haven't uh, weighed in on that. Before we get into everything, though, housekeeping, join the Discord. If you're not part of the MVP Discord, that's where we have all the great conversations with you guys. You can join that for free down below. If you want to get the draft room early and other perks, by supporting us, check out our Patreon page that is down below as well. Also, for my this is more of a myself thing, but I'm putting it on there. Uh, sponsored by BetUS. So if you're into betting, want a great app that you can use, use my link down below to sign up and get 125% of your bonus or of your deposit in bonuses. Uh, I'll tell you more about them later. Use the link down below, though. And then last but not least, comment down below anything that you hear or you feel that, hey, I want to chime in. Let us know down below in the comment section. But, J.D., let's get into this. This is the hottest topic, especially here in Chicago. People are still talking about it and sports radio is still talking about it because nobody knows what the Bears are going to do. So the Bears have the number one pick. Caleb Williams is presumed the number one prospect in the draft. However, the Bears also have Justin Fields, who had a very nice, I'll say he had a very nice year this year. He overexceeded what many thought he was going to be this year. So the Bears have a dilemma. Do they keep Justin Fields, who right now is entering, so he's entering the last year of his contract, however, the team has a club option. So entering his last year, but you all, you technically could have two years of control on Justin Fields. Do they keep Justin Fields, trade the number one pick, try to get a haul for that because you're probably going to get a pick swap this year. You'll probably get multiple firsts and even like some seconds and thirds throw in, or you trade it for another grade A player like DJ Moore, like they did last year. So pretty much the question is simple, JD. I'm going to just get right into it. I'll ask you first, if you're the Bears, you are your Ryan Pulse. What are you doing? You keeping I, Justin Fields and trading the pick or are you drafting Caleb Williams and you're trading Justin Fields? Um, As it stands right now, I am picking Caleb Williams, number one. Um, I say as it stands right now because obviously something could happen during the offseason like Caleb Williams, you know, knock on wood, but uh, he could get hurt and that could change mm-hmm. your plans. 
But as it stands right now, yeah, I'm taking Caleb Williams. I mean, Justin uh, Fields hasn't done anything really like in his NFL career so far. And this past, or I guess this current season, mm-hmm. was supposed to be the year that he he was like having MVP like dark horse talks, and which I don't know why, but mm-hmm. he was. And Bears fans had super high expectations for him this season, and he just did not live up to it. You can also make the argument that his offensive line wasn't very good, his weapons didn't help him much, but ultimately he didn't make plays. And I think it's his time. Like Caleb Williams is still the number one player in the draft, in my opinion, and I think he can be a franchise changer, and... The Bears desperately need that because right now they're just stuck in purgatory of of being ass, <laughs> quite frankly. So, um, yeah, so, like, I think, it, but, like, the, the tough part is then, well, what do you do with Justin Fields? Because if the Bears are going to be trading him, I don't know what his draft stock is, or, sorry, his trade value is, and also, like, what team would want Justin Fields to be like, would it be like a uh, mm-hmm. situation where a team is banking on him being good at his next stop? So or? I'm going to throw this out there. Yeah. I have, cause I'm, I'm working, I'm working on my next mock draft and basically to let everyone know how the mock draft is going to work is I was going to record it this week, but then I'm thinking, you know what? We got the, we basically have the conference championships this weekend, then the week off before the Super Bowl. I'm going to wait until after this weekend's games have completed. Therefore, only two picks at the end. It's basically, okay, Ricky's Super Bowl predictions flips around the last two picks. So I will be recording that. How I'm thinking about it, I will be recording that on Monday. It will go on Patreon on Tuesday. So. If you want the mock draft early, patreon.com, link down below. And then by what? That would be... So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So Friday, my mock will go live next Friday. So a week from uh, today, if you're hearing this on Patreon, a week from today, the mock is up on YouTube. But for everyone else, end of this week. You're seeing this on Monday, end of the week, my mock will be up. And I say that in... I've been looking for value in Justin Fields because I'm in the middle on this decision. I see option A, I see option B. I could go either way. The thing with Justin Fields is his value. Can you get a number one pick? Not number one pick. Can you get a first round pick out of let's the Falcons are the main team I'm looking at. They're the ones that have been linked to Justin Fields. I've seen some people say, yes, you can get a first. You can get the eighth straight up. But then there's a lot of people that are like, nah, you'll probably get like a second and a third for Justin Fields. And to me, it's like, okay, if I'm drafting Caleb Williams anyways, do you do you trade Justin Fields if you're only getting a second and a third? Or do you need a first out of him? I rolled with a second and third because I okay. don't think you there's any world you get a first round pick for him. Okay. Cause because I'm with you, JD. I I say I see both options, but I think I'm leaning towards Caleb Williams, and here's why. I want to play a fun game with you. I'm gonna give you two quarterbacks. I'm gonna read your quarterback A stats. I'm gonna read your quarterback B stats. You tell me which quarterback you like on your team. Or or I'll ask you this. Do you want to tell me which quarterback do you like better or which quarterback you would get rid of? Um, do which one I like better. All right. Option A, this quarterback, single season stats. This quarterback mm. completed 67% of his passes, had just over 2,000 yards, 2,055, 16 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. If you're a QBR guy, he had a QBR of 53.8. Quarterback B only completes 61.4% of his passes. He had just over 
2,500 passing yards, 2,562. 16 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, QBR of 46.2. I'm taking option A. Would you like to know option A or option B first? Do you want to know who you picked or who you got rid of? Who I got rid of. Justin Fields. (laughs) Do you want to know who you picked? Yeah. Mitch Trubisky. And this is the one (laughs) argument that I've seen on Twitter for this. And I saw it, looked into the stats, and I went, OMG. The the argument that I saw is people people clamoring. Bears fans like, oh, we need Justin Fields. He's Mitch Trubisky. Let's be honest. You guys all hated Mitch Trubisky. And Mitch Trubisky has better things than Justin Fields. Like, okay, here's the thing. What I just want to say, what really did it for me is the completion the Q- percentage. Well, the completion percentage and the QBR. Okay. Because a 48 QBR is awful. So the QBR to me, that's kind of a smoke screen that I threw in there. The completion percentage is huge to me because 67% of your passes compared to 61. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say, Justin Fields. The thing I didn't throw in there that probably would have been the red herring of like who's who rushing yards. So I used the last I used the stats from their last year in Chicago. Yeah. Where Justin Fields, 657 rushing yards, four rushing touchdowns, three fumbles. Mitch Trubisky had only 195 rushing yards, one touchdown, one fumble. So like. I, I get the argument some are going to say they're two completely different quarterbacks. Fields is more of a runner and like Trubisky could use his legs to get out of the pocket, but he was never a threat to be like, he was never a threat to be like Michael Vick or that kind of dynamic runner. Michael Vick is using just the cream of the crop to compare him to. And I probably shouldn't have done that, but Justin Fields is more of a danger on his, on his feet. I get that. But from the quarterback position, even look at Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson was more of a runner than a thrower when he came into the NFL. The big thing we hyped up and why I loved Lamar Jackson out of Louisville was all the runs that he was doing. Watch the game against the Texans. Yeah, he killed the Texans with his legs at times. But he made the throws that he needed to make. You are a quarterback. You need to be able to make the throws first. And the thing that I sit with was I'm the Bears. And this is the question that I asked Tim. MVP in the Discord, resident Bear fan. I talked to him a lot. And I I asked him, I said, and I, you know what? I'll ask you the same question before I give his answer because I want to know what a non-Bear fan thinks. How close do you think the Bears are to being Super Bowl contenders? Not just in the playoffs, not just like, oh, we're happy to be here. Like, actually, like, wow, this team could go on a run and make the Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl. How many years away do you think the Bears are from that? As they currently stand? As they currently stand after this year, before the draft. Four or five years. Okay, you were different. He said two to three. And yet again, that was me. Like when I heard that, I was like, okay, like I could. His reasoning was the defense. The defense is solid. There are some good pieces. Like offensively, it's the offensive line. Get fields, maybe some better weapons, especially you guys need better running backs. I'm sorry. Your running backs just aren't going to cut it. Uh, But the defense is solid. And maybe that was the reason the Bears kept Eberflus. Hey, the, the the defense is solid under Eberflus. And it was a lot better once they brought in Montez Sweat. And it seems Montez Sweat loves to be here. But I was leaning more towards your answer. I don't think the Bears are two years away from being Super Bowl contenders. And the reason I ask that is how many years of control do you have under Justin Fields? Two at Oops. most. Before you have to either pay him. Now, with his performance... You're not going to be giving him like basically you're not going to be giving him Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes money. No, but you're still going to have to pay him. And me, I would rather go with Williams mainly because two reasons, two reasons. One, control. 
Mm-hmm. I have five years of control of you. And more upside. More upside, but more important to that upside argument, CJ Shroud just showed us being a rookie don't matter. If you're good, you're good. If the team is built well around you, any quarterback can succeed. Now, the thing with the Texans I'm going to say that's different than the Bears, this is what I'll say before I kind of let you go because I've been talking for a bit, the difference between the Texans and the Bears is D'Amico Ryan, he showed that he, well, he showed in San Francisco, but then he showed this year, he's head coaching quality. He's going to be a really head, a really good head coach for the Texans. He knows how to, he knows how to get a team and then coach that team. Eberflus to me, ain't that guy. You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to get on my uh, on my pedestal for a minute and Go just ahead. say that I was, I feel like, one of the very few who were high on the Texans this year. Granted, didn't have them doing no as well as they thought they were going to get to the divisional round. No, but, but I thought, I I mean, my our buddy, my buddy that's in the, the Discord, mm-hmm. he's a Texans fan, and I told him, I'm like, I expect you guys to at least win six games this year. And... Mm. You know, and and that's the thing. Like, personally, I don't mean to be a like I'm not trying to be a Bears hater. I don't hate them, mm-hmm. but I don't even think their defense is that great. Like, I still think they have quite a few holes, especially in that secondary. Their linebackers, I mean, aren't amazing. Like their D line is getting there, which is good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I just I, that's part of the reason why I think they're so far away because they still have so many holes. It's not like they're the Steelers where their defense is elite mm-hmm. and they're just missing offense, right? And although and, we clown on Mike Tomlin, he is a he is a quality yeah. head coach. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, so like and yeah, like you said, Stroud, he 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 came into the league again. He did a lot better than I thought he would have. I thought he mm-hmm. was going to be good, but I had my doubts, and he proved me wrong. But that goes to show, like, again, with Bears fans, a lot of them still make the excuses for Justin Fields. Oh, well, he doesn't have weapons. His weapons don't do well. Or or this, their, his offensive line sucks. The Texans this year, their O-line was injured for half the season. Mm-hmm. And he made, they made it work. Uh, the Texans' weapons, we'll get mm-hmm. into it later in the offseason. They're not amazing. My guy Damian Pierce ended up ter- ending the season as a kick returner. Yeah, and there were their wide receivers. Sure, they have Tank Dell. He's he's mm-hmm. going to be really good, but nobody expected that him to be that good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like Dalton Schultz is good, but I think he was only on a one year deal. Who knows if they bring him back? Yeah. So, like you said, it, it's up to the quarterback. The great quarterbacks make the guys on their team better. Mm-hmm. And Justin Fields just hasn't done that whatsoever. So, so maybe, I just want to say one last yeah, thing. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. So maybe in a different situation, maybe Fields just ends up being a game manager um, mm-hmm. going forward. And a team is able to get him to be at least like above average to good. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he's the guy to bring a Super Bowl to Chicago. So... I'm going to say this. There's only one way I keep Justin Fields if I'm the Bears. And the only way I'm doing that is if it's... So, I'm going to be honest. I think the Bears are going to end up trading the number one pick. That's how I feel. And the reason why I feel that way, and you can tell me if you agree or disagree, JD, is when I heard they were bringing in Shane Waldron, or Waldron from... uh from Seattle. My first reaction was they're going to keep them because like I look at the teams that the quarterbacks that he has been around, most of them fit Justin Fields more than the number one overall pick right out of uh, like to me, if they were going to go with Caleb Williams, I thought it was a slam dunk. Cliff Kingsbury was the guy that would have been the guy. Yeah. You team him up with the guy that recruited him in there. And like, that's what you go with. And like Cliff Kingsbury, not a good head coach, but like knows his way around an offense and an offense that what, like an offense of what the NFL is in. Like he was the coach 
that got Patrick Mahomes in college and then look at Patrick Mahomes. Like he's the dude that knows that air raid, that fast style kind of offense. And like you look at, let's see with the Seahawks, what 2021, 23, that was just gene. That was, that was a little bit of Russ and then Gino, two guys that weren't rookies. Then you say with the Rams, Super Bowl years, the 2019-2020, that's Matthew Stafford. Then you go ahead and go even further back when he's with the uh, Washington football team in uh, 2016. Oh, who was their quarterback in 2016? Was it um, oh, Kirk what's Cousins? His name? He- Kirk Cousins. Oh, it was Kirk? Yet oh. again, not a rookie. When when did um uh, buddy that you uh, no not no he was the guy that was on the Chiefs before Mahomes I forget his name but he almost like died or or lost his leg oh Alex Smith yeah Alex Smith that's who it was when did w- he was on the he was... he was on the Washington football team before the Chiefs I believe no, no it was after no did he make a second yeah because because when he was on the cheat or when he was on the football team 2018 so 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 yeah no that was it he the niners that was the team he was drafted by he was with the niners until 12 the chiefs from 13 to 17 and then the washington football team from 18 to 20 okay so this would have been while alex smith was with kc you Mm -hmm. had uh but like all the quarterbacks he's worked with have not been number one overall picks and like that's why I'm like, okay, they're going to end up trading the pick. But like I was going to say, the only way I'm trading the pick is if my goal is one, I'm going to take in draft assets because next year my target is Shadir Sanders. Not many people are talking about that. Could, could Shadir Sanders be a better quarterback prospect than Caleb Williams is? I mean... The thing that makes me think that that won't happen, though, is just the fact that, like, we said that last year, and they did trade the pick, mm-hmm. the first overall pick, because we're like, okay, well, Caleb mm-hmm. Williams next year, and then and then they're here. They got the first overall pick again. Yeah, but do you think and- Ryan Poles doesn't know what you know? He, Do you think he doesn't know that this team is not two, three years away from a Super Bowl, that they're more four, five, maybe six? No, I'm sure... I'm sure he's optimistic, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm sure he knows that they're that they aren't great. But I just, I mean, I don't know what the odds are of them again finishing dead last. Mm-hmm. As as much as I don't think they're they're well, good, they only got the number one pick because of the Panthers. Exactly. So again, do you want to risk that? Like I, I'm always on the side of if you're bad mm-hmm. and you don't have an elite quarterback. You take the elite quarterback in the draft or the one who has the potential to be elite mm-hmm. and you go forward because the odds of you being that dead last again are are, are slim to none. Hi, everybody. Just want to take a quick moment out of today's podcast to tell you about our sponsor for today, BetUS, a sports book that has it all, whether it's basketball, hockey, football, soccer, whatever you like to bet on, BetUS has you covered. And they are offering our viewers and listeners today a 125% sign-up bonus just for using our link down below in the description. So go ahead, use that link down below and get your 125% sign-up bonus, BetUS. And now... Let's get back to the podcast. So there's only one way I make this trade. And that's trading the number one pick. The only way I make the trade is if I'm trading with Washington or New England. And the reason why I say that is. If I am, if I am trading the pick of Chicago. I need to guarantee myself that I'm getting Marvin Harrison Jr. And the reason I say or New England, because people might say, well, Ricky, the Washington football team is there at two. I think that it's going to be quarterback at one quarterback at two. And then if the Patriots are their yeah. quarterback, like how I'm starting to see it, maybe this is a. I don't I don't know if this is how my mock draft is going to end up because trades may happen, but. So 
the Bears or whoever they trade with is going to take Caleb Williams at one. I don't think there's a team that comes in here. Because one one thing I thought about, and this was like tinfoil hat Ricky. Could you imagine a team like the Bills being like, we'll give you Stefan Diggs and a butt ton of firsts to try to get Marvin Harrison in the top five? Mm. I thought about that. I was like, could they? But yet again, if I'm in the top five, why am I trading for picks that are going to be low first round picks? Because yeah. the Bills are a good team. So like I instantly got rid of that. But quarterback will be at number one regardless. Washington is interesting to me. They're probably going to go quarterback. They've got um, the dude that was uh, the dude that was the um, Warriors GM. Oh, um, no. What's his name? Mark? Do they? Mark? Yeah, I think you're right. Mark or whatever. I, I can't. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't like. Give me a second. A simple Google search. Because I was just looking at this. The other the other day um yeah i want to say they they have him um yeah because it's not martin mayhew anymore but basically i think they're gonna go quarterback with the washington football team Mm -hmm. and then the patriots gerard mayo has come out and said he has already said that they will take the Best player at the number one need at three. So to me, yeah. could be a smoke screen. I don't think the I, a part of me was like, oh, maybe the Patriots trade up. After he said that in his introductory press conference, I immediately was like, oh, they're not trading up. Their number one need is quarterback. I I will tell you this, Jaden Mc Jaden Daniels, he better like blue and red because he's probably going to end up a Patriot. I think he's going to be, it'll probably be Williams, Drake, May. And then uh, even though Drake May, I would not have it number two. I personally, I got, I keep saying this. I got to like, I don't know how much more film I need to watch to try to fall in love with him. Cause I don't hate him. Yeah. Is Drake May. I just don't you love just, him though. You just, yeah. You just think he's like good. And I'll tell you, I am not, I got to watch way more film on Daniels because there's a chance he's a Viking and I do not love him. Daniels at all. <laughs> I don't love yeah. him at all. I think I, that I I think there's bustability all over that pick. Oh, 100%, but like I've liked um like Drake May's grown on me a bit. Mm-hmm. I I still am not in love with him, but I mean I definitely like him a lot more than I did during the season. Mhm. Um Jaden Daniels, but yeah, like I think Jaden Daniels is like the highest upside. I mean He's shown flashes of being amazing, mm-hmm. but then it's just, yeah, like you said, he has the bust ability because there's times where he's just not reading the defense at all, mm-hmm. and he relies on his athleticism or his, uh, or he just, he makes some, quite frankly, pretty lucky throws yeah. where his receivers come away with it. And like, that's the thing where it's like, if I'm the Bears, if I'm trading the pick, I'm getting Marvin Harrison. Because I think that a perfect a perfect draft for the Bears either sits one of two ways. Option A, you trade the pick. A perfect first round for you guys is Marvin Harrison at two or three. And then either a Olufashanu could fall the nine. Even if I'm getting a um, Dallas Turner or a uh, Latu, one of the edge rushers, from Alabama or um or UCLA Harrison and Olaf Olafashani would be the perfect day if you're trading the pick. Perfect day mm-hmm. if you're keeping the pick and trading Justin Fields. Let's say you get a second or third out of Fields. A perfect day is I get Caleb Williams. And then I'm taking either uh, I'm probably taking Roma Dunes from Washington at eight. I mean, yeah, one I of those looks it. way better than the other. But the question is, if you trade the pick, is Olufashanu going to be there? Probably not. You don't think so, though? I think Olufashanu is going top four, maybe or sorry, top five, maybe even top three. Yeah. So here's the reason why I 
I think he could fall out of the top five. Because I don't think like so I think quarterbacks go one, two, three. Cardinals go Marvin Harrison Jr. Chargers and Giants, those are the interesting ones. Do either of those two go offensive tackle over wide receiver, over getting their quarterback more weapons? I could see the Giants because from what I've I funny enough, I've mm-hmm. actually seen Giants tweets and stuff come up. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people aren't happy with Evan Neal. And already, and like they're ready to get up, give up, uh, give up on him. Mm-hmm. So I could easily see the Giants taking a swing on Olu Fashanu to replace Evan Neal. Sevens were the false stops. If Olu Fashanu is there at seven, the Titans, a Ricky line, a Ricky favorite, they are running that ticket right up to the podium. JD, they're gonna look yeah. like Roadrunner, just right up the right, right up the ramp to the podium. Mm-hmm. I love. I just, to me, I don't, I hate saying I don't know, but I don't know. I don't know if the Bears are going to trade the pick or not. You, we, I've asked you what you would do, but what do you think is going to happen? Do you think the pick gets traded or they keep it? I think they keep the pick. Okay. Truthfully, I think I, I, it's boring, but I just, I think they keep it and they, they take um, Caleb Ultimately. You don't want to do another emergency podcast like we did the last time. I mean, I'm our down. first podcast ever, the Bears get DJ Moore. <laughs> hey, I'm down because I like chaos, but mm-hmm. for Bears fans, even it's one of those things where they may think that they they don't like it or they don't want it because they don't like it. But you need it. You need Caleb Williams. You know what I'm thinking. And I'll ask you, is there any running backs on the block? On the trade block? Um, that's yeah, funny the, enough. That the team would need the number one pick? Oh, the first overall pick? Yeah. Is there, any, the run, is there any running back or maybe wide receiver that I'm, 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 I'm thinking like a la DJ Moore trade is what I'm thinking. Is, well, is there anything worth... The number one. No. I mean, like, I mean, we can bring back the whole uh, T. Higgins mm. to Chicago thing. I'll happily take the first <laughs> overall pick for him. But, um, but no, I, I genuinely, I mean, the, it would have to be like, I don't even know, like a Christian McCaffrey type deal. Like, uh, like player, I mean. Mm-hmm. Because even that wide receiver, I, I mean Justin Jefferson. I know you would hate it, but mm-hmm. but he like it would be have to be someone we're like not, that. By the way, I will say, got my Viking shirt on. We're not trading JJ. You want to know what the Vikings are going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, found out this week through the I think it was the Mina Kimes podcast or the Mina Kimes show that apparently the Vikings wanted to offer the war chest to the Colts. Because the Vikings were in love with Anthony Richardson. Yeah. And the Colts eventually did not make the trade because they're like, we don't want low draft picks because the Vikings will be good. Apparently the Vikings were very much in love with AR. And I'm expecting, I'm expecting the Vikings to fall in love or already be in love with either Daniels or Penix. I'm hoping it's Penix. Dude, if Michael Penix Jr. is a Viking, like... (laughs) That's gonna. There's only gonna be one other draft time where I felt happier, and that's when Io DeSumo became a bull. <laughs> you remember last year we were like during the draft, we're like, oh yeah, like you know Levis, you know, yeah. And then you're like, no, he's going like top five, uh-huh. whatever. And then it started getting closer to the Vikings pick. You're <sighs> like, oh my god, he's gonna be a Viking. I want. And then, then I you guys passed him. But then yeah. in the second round, you're like, oh my god, even we're just gonna get him in the second round. Dude, this is I was so happy. <laughs> I I think though that I think that the Vikings are looking more mobile quarterback. Um yeah. last year by the way DJ Brown or not DJ Brown, DJ Moore was traded so the Bears gave up the first overall pick last year for mm-hmm. DJ Moore, the ninth overall pick, a 61st pick and then a 2024 first and a 2025 second. So if I look at this, let me just throw things out here, right? Let me just, 
because uh, there's an interesting deal that I think could get done Wait, that I don't know if they do it. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Thank God the Bears made that trade because could you imagine Bears mm-hmm. Nation if they would have drafted Bryce, Bryce Young? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to throw out, I'm going to put the tinfoil hat on. You ready for this? Yeah. Um, let me do two seconds of research before I say this. Uh, ha ha. What if, what if, because the draft happens after free agency, I'm going to take you through a little timeline. There's a certain team out there. That their running back uh, said goodbye to their fans after their last regular season game. What if this team goes, boom, there's the franchise tag. And then they take that player and they trade him along with the seventh overall pick, along with a future first, along with a future second, along with a third round pick for the number one overall pick. Now, they just drafted a quarterback last year that I really like, so I would hate this. But what if we saw Derrick Henry and picks to the Bears for the number one pick, Titans get Caleb Williams? Honestly, I could be enticed by that. The only other I, the only other team that has a running back that I think would even garner first overall is Austin Eckler, but there's no way the Chargers are replacing Air Bear. I wouldn't even say that he's worth overall pick. Yeah, but like, I, dude, but, but, I just saw I, the I really Titans like there, package. and I'm like, I'm like, you think about like, let me look at the Titans' futures for a second. But, but go ahead. Honestly, though, even like, I mean, like this, uh, I wouldn't even say it's a hot take anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like Derrick Henry's best years are behind him. So quite frankly, he isn't the one who, who really puts me over. I just, I like. The total package. I think you get great value, actually. It could it could literally be the same exact package that the Bears got last year. No, okay, okay. It can't be the exact same. The Titans don't have a uh, third rounder this year. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. Could the Bears maybe work things out of, like, okay, give us Derrick Henry. Give us your first this year. Give us now if you're the Bears and you're getting a first this year, a first next year, and then a second two years from now. Would you try to get a second this year out of it or say, you know, we're good with a fourth? Because you are getting Derrick Henry. I would try to get a second, mm-hmm. but if I if I absolutely couldn't, then I like I would probably still do the deal. Yeah, getting two first-round picks and a future second at least for Derek yeah. for the number one pick with Derrick Henry. Like, to me, just have to hope and to me, someone might sit there and go, guys, Derrick Henry and two firsts alone for Caleb Williams? Are you insane? The dude's already said goodbye. Why not get something out of him? Now, the only thing that it would be is, and this could be interesting, is I don't know if this would be tampering, but free like I think you have to tag before free agency. Yeah, if you do. What if the Titans allowed Derrick Henry to talk to the Bears? Because if I'm the Bears, I'm not, I don't want him for just one year. I want to sign him long term. I think legally you can't do that until a team couldn't give a guy permission. That I mean. Legally, no, I don't think so. I mean, let's be honest. Or you just tag them and then say, "Okay, here's Ryan Poles' number. Work out your deal. We're trading you there." Yeah, I feel like because then he's on your team. Like you can tell. Yeah. But I just thought about that. I'm like, you could tag Derrick Henry because they used they used a tag on Derrick Henry in 2020, and mm. the Titans aren't a team that tags a lot of people. Tag them, trade them. Caleb Williams in Tennessee. Tennessee's also maybe this kind of segues us into the last thing we're going to talk about. But like the Titans are a team 
where Mike Vrabel is out. Boy that uh, you're very familiar with, Brian Callahan from Callahan Auto is uh, is in there. I'll ask you this. This will segue us away from the Bears into the head coaching things we're going to mention. Do you think Brian Callen, you know Brian Callen, worked with Joe Burrow. Could him and Caleb Williams be successful in Tennessee? Yeah, I think they could. I mean, for me, from a personal uh, Bengals fan perspective, mm-hmm. I kind of, like, towards, especially this season, I kind of uh, got, like, a little, my patience thinned a little bit with mm-hmm. them because the offense was pretty stagnant with Joe Burrow yeah. um, when he was playing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, he look what he did with um, uh, Jake Browning, our backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. If you watched him in preseason or this year's camp he was horrible yeah like like it would be a bad day if he had to play a game Mm -hmm. and i mean he looked usable looked looked like he could be a decent backup and um yeah and and joe burrows put a lot of uh, credit into brian callahan like helping him get better as a player Mm -hmm. and also dan pitcher who we hired uh to be our our promoted i guess Mm -hmm. but um yeah, Brian Callahan is a really good uh, relationship type guy. He was able, um, he wasn't calling the plays for the Bengals, but he drew up all the offensive game plans for each week and schemed the mm-hmm. offense. And he did really well with young quarterbacks, uh, even in his previous stops. I think he worked with a young Derek Carr mm-hmm. when he was first coming into the league. And, um, I want to say he worked in Denver, mm-hmm. but I'll look I can't, I'll fact yeah, check I, but, um, yeah, I mean, he do, I don't know how he'll do necessarily as a head coach, but when it comes to him and the quarterback, I think, I think they can have a pretty good relationship and be successful together. Now, one question I will ask you, because mm-hmm. this came to my mind as soon as he was hired did they bring him in to work with Will Levis or did they bring him in to draft their quarterback either at number one or definitely at seven? I feel like they brought him in to, to draft his own guy because what I think they You're did Will here, Levis hater. No, but I think, <laughs> I think the reasoning for hiring him is because he's the yeah. complete opposite of Mike Vrabel. He's an mm-hmm. offensive mind. He's a young offensive mind. Yeah. And the way that like, Mike Vrabel was like a like kind of like an old school type coach, mm-hmm. and like hard, like kind of hard, like hard on the iron or whatever, and and you know he wanted that defense. He didn't like obviously he wanted to be successful on the offense offensive side of the ball, mm-hmm. but now the like the league is going young offensive minds, and I think that's what they're doing with Brian Callahan. He was with the Raiders as a quarterback coach in twenty eighteen. Yeah. The Lions is a QB coach in 16-17. The Broncos is an offensive assistant and offensive quality control coach from 11 to 15. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sounds right about that. And he was a coaching assistant with the Broncos in 10. Mm-hmm. He's also a grad assistant with UCLA in 2006-2007. I don't know if you needed that. I don't also. really know what that means. Grad assistant? Yeah. It basically means I'm in graduate school. And uh, so, like, basically, when I was in grad school, I was a grad assistant for the band. Uh, basically, it's, hey, you're going to be the band director's assistant, but you're a graduate and doesn't don't get paid. You're getting paid with oh. experience. Experience nice. that then jobs are going to say is not real experience. Yeah. So have fun. <laughs> awesome. You're a grad assistant. You're you're basically free, free labor. Um. So other head coaching jobs that have come out to the big one, and we're kind of going to hit some of them and see how it really changes their draft plan. The big fish that plopped yesterday, uh, Jim Harbaugh is leaving Michigan. He will be heading to the goal charges goal, and he will be in L.A. J.D., you're at five. Jim Harbaugh is in that war room, and I know that it's not just the head coach that makes this deal, but let's be honest, a good a good GM, a good uh, front office person who's making that deal, making that pick, is working with their head coach. Just look at the Lions. 
at number five, what do you think the Chargers are doing now that they know that Jim Harbaugh is their head coach? I'm thinking your defense still sucks, and especially your secondary. So I'm taking probably a corner. Okay. A corner at number one? Is there a corner I even? I have five. Yeah, the what's the kids? And, well, there's Nate Wiggins. You think he's a and, top five pick? No, I don't. Okay. But I also don't think I don't think the Chargers can draft well. <laughs> <laughs> here, here. The only thing is, this is what I've seen mocks. Do they go with wide receiver because of like uh, Keenan Allen's health? I mean, I guess, but like you just drafted one last year, and I, I just think you need to. F- like Justin Herbert should be able to make the guys around him work mm-hmm. like, and he has, you can make the argument he has because the talent isn't great, but mm-hmm. you like, he's not going to score 60 points a game, yeah. no matter who, who he has And your defense sucks. Your mm-hmm. defense is horrible. So I think you need to figure out that side of the ball first, especially this year. There's one offensive player I draft. At five, but it all depends on what Jim and company want to do in free agency. And that's because you have Nick, you have uh, Nick Vanett and uh, Gerald Everett as free agents in the tight end room. Parham did well. But if I don't bring either of those two guys back, Brocky Bowers put on a powder blue jersey. You're a charger. Yeah, again, that would like I wouldn't hate the pick. I'm not saying they mm-hmm. have to go defense, yeah. but it's what I would probably lean to beef it or up. May, or or maybe offensive line, mm-hmm. like go tackle, but okay. their tackle, but their tackle play isn't the issue. Yeah, yeah. Because let's be honest, they're gonna be the thing about the Chargers that's gonna be interesting is they by the time we get to the draft, they could be the true number one pick because everyone's gonna be like, ah, quarterback, 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 Harrison, boom. Five. Yeah. Like we could know who's going one through four by the beginning of draft night towards like, oh, we're talking about what the Chargers are going to do. Yeah, no, for sure. And I mean, maybe they do go receiver again because Johnston just didn't or he hasn't mm-hmm. worked out yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was only a rookie, so I don't want to write him off. But I mean, again, if you're. And I know I'm gonna get heat for this because mm-hmm. I, I and if you're in the Discord I, I trash Herbert a lot. But if yeah. you're an elite quarterback, you just don't like the Chargers, man. I don't. If Herbert left Chargers, I wouldn't have an issue with him. <laughs> but I, I, I really you don't just like hate the, the Chargers. Chargers. Yeah, but the point still stands. If you're an elite quarterback, mm-hmm. you make it work with whoever yeah. you got. Tom Brady never like didn't always have the best weapons. Mm-hmm. He made it work. All you hear about Herbert is his arm talent, his arm talent. Well, brother, make it to the playoffs. Win a playoff game. <laughs> like, like, come on. And it, but again, that goes mm-hmm. to saying his defense sucks. Yeah. So that's why I think you need to shore Cor- that up. Correct me if I'm wrong. Harbaugh had a good defense when he was with the Niners, right? Yeah. Like, that's one of the things that he was really good with was his defense, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, I, I think he's still more of an offensive mind if yeah. I'm if I'm correct. I think he also had a really good defensive. I think was who was his defensive? Was Vic Fangio? Is I think Vic Fangio was yeah. his defensive. Wait, because the whole thing is he, uh, the the rumors are oh are they going to be reunited? Oh, uh, with dude, him? sign me up, sign me up for that. I I love Vic Fangio, I do, yeah. and that's me coming as a Vikings fan uh, with the like him being a bear two of the last ones one's kind of easy i'll throw it out there gerard mayo i almost would say how would this affect um the how would this affect their draft but i kind of feel like for me it's just going to be same old patriots because literally he said in his introductory conference that at three we will take the best available player for the number one need so the Patriots aren't trading. They're just going to do what they always do. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you have any specific feelings about Gerard Mayo with the Patriots. I was surprised he got the job to be. I mean, I, I don't really have a, any negative opinions on, or I guess, I don't know. I don't really have an opinion on him. I just, mm-hmm. I, I think it was kind of a weird hire. I mean, I get 
you know, he has deep ties to that team, but I I feel like it's a hire that probably won't work out. But I mean, hope I guess for him, hopefully it does. Yeah. Um I don't know where they'll go. I, I wanna say they'll just go BPA. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't know. I don't really have a I, I I mean he was a defensive player. Maybe they go defense, but mm-hmm. I don't know. And then the last one just happened today. Um, Raheem Morris going back. I'm going to say going back to Atlanta because he was the interim there in, I think, 2020. Uh, Does Raheem Morris going back to Atlanta, does that change their draft or it didn't matter? No, I don't think it mattered. I still, again, I think they're, they're a team that just needs talent. And they're going to go BPA. I, dude, they got it. Raheem Morris has to learn how to use B. John Robinson, though, right? Yeah, <laughs> you think. Do better than Arthur Smith. My fantasy team b- depends on it. Yeah, like, again, he, I, I, I'm not, I mean, I'm not uh, chalking off Bijan, mm-hmm. but. It ain't yeah, his fault you, at all. And please, if you're not going to trade Kyle Pitts. Use him. Use him. <laughs> I almost just dropped an F bomb. But like, I'm. We, I think we've done pretty good not getting. Uh, we 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 even swore. Yeah, we even swore. I know, I know. And <laughs> oh. you know, again, Kyle Pitts is my guy. Being a mm-hmm. Florida Gators fan, yeah. I love him. And watching him just wither mm-hmm. away into nothing in Atlanta is making me gonna want to jump through a wall. <laughs> well, don't do that. Uh any final thoughts you got before we end this one up, big guy? Um, I'm glad to be back, you know. I missed recording, missed talking football. And best time of the year is right around the corner, draft season, baby. Oh, it's it's coming in. We're gonna have some special things going on. Remember we are back every other week. NBA in between with Dave and I next week the draft room will be back. Dave and I will be talking about the NBA draft. And then we're going to alternate this way. Remember, Discord down below. Join the best community in the universe. Patreon, if you want to support us, check that out. Link also down below. Remember, BetUS. Go ahead, get that 125% matched deposit bonus and help me out. Use my link. It's down below in the description. Then last but not least, go ahead and comment down below. We're also on iTunes, our Apple Podcast, and Spotify. You can find us there. I didn't mention that at the beginning, but thank you, JD, for being such a great. Uh, is that a Carhartt hat? That's the brand of that hat. I thought it was a Carhartt. Carhartt. Um, yep. Thank you guys though for watching, listening, commenting, doing everything you guys do. JD and I will be back in two weeks to talk more NFL draft. But as always, have a good day, everybody. Bye bye.